Yo, 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 welcome to episode 120 of the Breeze podcast. Happy New Year. I'm the boy, John McCollin, here with the homie. Victor White. And we in here, Breeze podcast, where your word of mouth is our oxygen. What's going in, families? Let's just roll the intro, please. Hey, guys, it's Gary B. You're listening to the Breeze podcast. You said that we are going to make this a quick one. Yeah. I have, I have a question for us. Yeah. Accent, Broski. Yeah, it's because I, I, I'm British. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I'm from Sorry. England, the glorious land of the Queen. Did you get your papers? Huh? Illegal. Did you get your papers? <laughs> no, no, but I am married to a Brit, so I think it evens out. That's fair. That's reasonable. Speaking about marriage, when's the ring coming, John? Yeah, I should answer you that, bro. I, 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 Vicky texted me and she, she, she told me to be on you about proposing in 2021. Can I say something? Yes. You're a very bad liar. <laughs> <laughs> or are you living in denial, bruv? Nah, bro. I just think you're you're bad liar, you know what I mean? And you come put me on the spot, you see me? So like, All right, so let's this... break this down, John. How long into the relationship do one propose? Does one propose? Yes. Yo, I, I think it depends, yo. Like... No. I got... There's a yeah, golden does... rule. There's a go- golden rule. Like, I have an aunt. Shout out to my aunt. Um... They're like 35 years married right now. She mm-hmm. moved to the States and got married like in six months, bro. So like, I feel like that breaks your golden rule. I I kind of feel like you have to be dating for a solid two, three years before you pop the question. But that's just me. Mandatory, like, like to you, like that's just like a mandatory thing. No, I I don't think it's mandatory, but I do think yeah, that his accent, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. huh? You go come. Give me that original, that original. I'm sorry. Okay, babe, I'm cutting the accent now. No, I was made to do the accent. No, but bro, I think I honestly think that it takes some time to get to know a person and. Uh, if you jump on board the ship too soon, you know, you, I, because I think no one gets married with the intent of getting a divorce. So to minimize that odds, I think it's a smart thing to date for, I would say minimum a year. Um, personally, I would never propose after a year, but the sweet spot I would say comes after roughly three years. I, I would say you've been through a lot. I take a lot of my blueprint from my parents. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I got a lot of that happily married and they like that's I feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna get any advice about anything, marriage or relationships, like those are the people you should True. Like those are like the OGs in the game. You know what I mean? True. Like, True. like dated for a while, bro. Like your pa- your parents dated for a while. Yeah, bro. So um how old am i i'm 20 what would be 27 they'll be like 28 years like married this year shout out to them shout out uh, 
while, bro. Like, I think my dad told me they, they met, like, 16 or something, 17. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, 6, 27. Wow. That's a while, bro. That's, like, almost 10 years still, so. I am on your parents' um, side. I just want to make this clear. I am on John's parents' side, okay? Do you hear that, listeners? You know, I have a lot of my girlfriend's friends getting engaged right now. I'm on John's parents' side. You know, stick to your guns, you know what I mean? I mean, I should ask you, like, what what, what, is, what about you? So you said three years. Minimum. Going on to, like, year... So Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm planning on dragging it out as long as I possibly can. <laughs> Before I... <laughs> I would love to see like a third camera angle and just see Negi's face right now. I would love to see that. <laughs> no, but the thing is, it has to come as a surprise. And I have <laughs> our wedding is not going to be cheap. It's going to co- cost a couple of million dollars. So, uh, well, I... <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like, weddings are like, I, I'd prefer to have like a party mm. where like, I just invite all. All the homies mm. like on a yacht or something and then mm. like i just kick you all off and be like okay i'm gonna have my honeymoon now <laughs> i don't know why weddings are like in terms of i mean back in the day like what it was mm. and then what it turned into mm. it's like night and day you know what i mean like, yeah before like a wedding was just like intimate thing no like mm. All these examples of like if it's like Dwayne Wade or like all these like luxurious like million dollar weddings, bro. Mm. And it's like a million dollars in a day. Do you want to know why our wedding will be a couple of million dollars? Why? And to anyone that'll 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 uh, steal this concept, I'm gonna sue you. Except for you, John. You're more than welcome to borrow it. And if you are an Breeze podcast listener, you're also um, allowed to borrow it. By anyone else, I'm going to sue you. Um, <laughs> no, because we realize we have friends in many different countries all over the globe. Um, we want a tight, small, intimate wedding. Um, so it's difficult to, you know, um, not hurt anyone's feelings. So what, we, what we've decided on doing is doing like a, a, a small wedding um you know uh, you know no spend all the money whatever it might cost maybe 60 people um you know just the closest family thing and then we're gonna do a wedding tour so we're gonna go stockholm we're gonna go london we're gonna go barbados um it we'll see if we'll go us too depends um, and and just have like you said, John, kind of a reception dinner in all those cities. So we'll spend four days. Fair, yeah. That's that sounds pretty cool. That sounds pretty. Yeah. Cool. I probably do the same thing, but like just probably go to Barbados. Mm. Probably go to Armenia, but mm. I don't want much people. But like my family is huge. Like I don't yeah, know if you know, I'm like sure. how I have. My mom has nine brothers and sisters, and they so, all have kids. Let me... You know what I mean? So it's like my mom's side alone is going to be at least 100 people. At least, yeah. bro. 
I know. And then my side was 150 when we counted. So it's like oh. a three, 300 people wedding. And that's like, that's not cozy. Nah, bro. I mean, like, it just boils down to the two, like the two individuals. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. In all honesty, I don't need much people there. Like my parents, my brothers. Yeah. My yeah. Like super close family. And then like, yeah. So day that's that's the day right there for me, bro. Yeah, and you like know, super tasteful, mm. but it's like I'm not playing out every yeah every single person. <laughs> well, well, you got it easy, John, because imagine me, like you know, I'm a I'm I'm the son of of winter. Um, yet I love um the warmth. So, you know, the proper wedding is going to be on a glacier, probably in France, Switzerland or Italy, and then going to have to chopper everyone from the glacier to the mansion or manors in the southern part of France, I, I think, looks like, and uh, get married there. And then from there, you know, we're going to go on the whole tour. It's going to be hectic. Yo, okay, I think we should have a competition, bro. <laughs> like, um, I think we should have a competition for best uh, proposal video. <laughs> John, John, first of all, we can't make it into a co competition because our, uh, our I'm wife. Sure I'm pretty sure we could do that. There's nothing. There's nothing in the books that tells us, you know, otherwise. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> Our wives, uh, I don't think they will um, appreciate us competing in that sense. Here's the thing, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I, we can we can take it offline. You feel me? And then we can yeah. have like, offline judging. Yeah. You don't have to put it on the podcast. I'm, I'm not saying you have to put it on the podcast. I'm just saying, like, I'll call you up and be like, "Yo, bro, like, watch this like video, like this like." I, like so you're gonna uh, record the propose oh, proposing. Yes. okay that but that that's I'll nice like, makes i'll like recorded to like some like people like she's not gonna know like it's being like oh my mm. gosh be, i'm about mm. to be nah it's gonna be like well freaking like orchestrated you know what i mean mm. Mm. No, no bro but you, are you not gonna record yours i figured like you would record yours <laughs> no but the my girlfriend is flashing her boobies behind the screen luckily um <laughs> I the thing is I you know we're so out there when it comes to social media so I kind of feel the need to you know have a have a cell phone free wedding a hundred percent just disposable cameras, uh, maybe a professional photographer coming along you know documenting it and a videographer maybe, but in terms of the proposal I mean yeah sure it's 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 good, it it is good content, um, but at at the same at the same time I'm like be hesitant on exploiting that moment uh like i'm i'm like when i say record it like this is mostly for like my archives you know what I mean? yeah 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 so i can watch my parents like yeah wedding you know, and, and and see and like you see it like 20 yeah. 30 years later this is what happened you know what i mean yeah for me it's just documenting which is yeah. like what is what we're doing right now with this podcast yeah. show itself yeah, I, yeah, and it, it makes 100% sense. Uh, it, it makes 100% sense. 
but uh, you know, you know me, I'm documenting 99% of my life anyway. So, you know, leaving that out, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I might, you know, I'm, I'm, I might end up uh, doing it. Who, know, who knows? Who knows at this point in time, John? Yeah, that's reasonable. I mean, yeah, that's very well. Um, but yeah, John, and uh, also me and my girlfriend, we live in a non-monogamous relationship, so I'm going to have multiple attempts at winning this competition. <laughs> Since she, she, she wants me to get married to five people, so oh, I have five shots at winning this competition. Yeah, this is when that, that like... Uh, I'm joking. That was a joke. Come back, come back in really handy. <laughs> that third camera. What are you drinking, bro? I'm drinking a Corona. Nice. We're in, we're in, uh, we're in lockdown here in Sweden, and we, uh, we, we get wow. the tests tomorrow. No one is wearing a mask here. No one. No one. It's like it's like it's sweet, sweet. It's weird. It's it's so weird. I feel like a freak walking around with a mask. Barbados is it's going pretty bad. We could talk about I that. Know. I know. Yes, let's was... talk about it. What What are your thoughts? I th What are your thoughts? Well, so uh, I don't know if you know Dominique that 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 owns and runs Red Door, um, yeah. but he, yeah, uh, he he's been publishing a lot of, um, you know, updates and stuff about the situation and what they're doing to keep it in control and. I think he is a really good voice for what's going on. You know, I, uh, these two, these two Brits that came to Barbados positive and then tried to flee. One is a love Island star, yeah. um, and her boyfriend. I honestly it just, it just makes me sad and it makes me really upset. And I think they should be fined. I tweeted 25,000 pounds. Think of it like this, right? I think it's. It's super uncanny when you look at the other Caribbean islands, right? So take an island like Trinidad. Mm. So Trinidad, like they have, they haven't let anyone in. Like the mm. borders, like even their own people, like they're not mm. come back, right? Poor Daniel. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and they still have like <laughs> guys. John's John's brother, he uh, his girlfriend lives in Trinidad. That's why I said that. Also, Matthew's girlfriend is from Trinidad. Well. Oh, also Matthew. Sorry. Poor, yeah. poor your brothers. <laughs> you can't go back to Trinidad. Like, she can't mm. go back to the country. Like, they've shut, like, shut down, right? Mm. But they still have, like, cases. You know what I mean? Like, they still yeah. have, I don't I don't want to misquote it, but a good set of cases, bro. Yeah. Barbados, open to the public, fam. We're open. Mm. We're letting minds in. You know what I mean? People are coming in in droves. And but John, for John, time, for the longest time, like, like the narrative that we've been hearing is like, yo, nah, there's no COVID, yo, like, come through, like, there's no COVID, parties, mm -hmm. no COVID. People go to Harbor Lights. My brother went to Harbor Lights, mm -hmm. and like, you wear a mask to enter, and then like, you like this. I mean, take it off and you party, right? which is all fine because there's no COVID and the entry regulations are super strict. So no one with COVID gets inside of the country. And we just got, we just, we just witnessed what happens when someone is positive. They got detained. They should be fined 25,000 pounds ahead. 
person, what about like the prison officers? What about the bus crawls I got shut down? What about all the restaurants that are now shut down? Like th- that 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 doesn't happen overnight from one person, you know, from two people. You know what I mean? Mm. Like that is like that. I mean, like you you're not telling me a part of the equation. You feel me? Like I feel like that's a a big portion in terms of like. Okay, John. No John, chronologically, what happens? Everyone who enters Barbados has to have a PCR test that's taken within 72 hours of arrival. That's negative. You enter the island, you get tested straight away. You need to quarantine. You get tested, what, like uh, at least two more times and then once before you leave to make sure that yeah, you're negative and you have to stay quarantined for three days. Huh? You're in quarantine, like after you get into the island, you have to get tested again. Yeah. Like, and you're supposed to get it back in 24 hours. But, like, yeah. as you know, it's Barbados. So, like, it's island time thing. So, like, obviously, it might not be 24 hours, or maybe 72 hours, or maybe mm. whatever it is. Mm. Yeah. You're tested, and you have to go to the Harrison's Point. Mm. The, mm. What's that called? The quarantine place. Yeah, the quarantine place. But um, the only thing that I'm trying to say, John, is so what. These two people that test positive, they enter the island. They meet an amount of people from officers to the cab driver to people at the hotel to ripping off their COVID van and trying to escape back to the airport and fleeing the island. Okay, right. So what they're doing when they are positive is that they're spreading the virus. So what is there to do other than to shut down the island? John, how many beds do you think Queen Elizabeth Hospital have? And plus the extra facilities for COVID? No, what I'm telling you, I agree with you. What I'm saying is, is not just from these two people. Like, mm. it's obviously, like, I mean, and the, the, like, so those people who tested positive, they were in quarantine. They mm. were, they were in, like, like, when you come to Barbados, you have to be, you have to self quarantine, right? Mm. And then, oh no, they're positive. They try to dip. Uh, whatever, whatever happened in, in that space of time when they were trying to dip, I don't know what happened. Mm. But what I'm saying is, like, the amount of, like, I don't say it's carelessness, but but I feel like it's we're still in the pandemic. No no way, no matter how you try to flip it, right? We're mm. still in the pandemic. For mm. the for the narrative to be, like, you're you know, sp- You're speaking to the care. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, you go. No, no, no. You're speaking to the carelessness of tourists coming into Barbados, partying like it's 1999 and no pandemic has happened. Not taking the rules and regulations of the country into account. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, we're still in the pandemic. Like, you, all this pandemic that you've been telling me, like, you guys have been like, out here like sweden being out mm. here mm. Not, like i feel like barbados is not like on another planet you know what i mean like mm. you still have to like, you are in the same world that mm. 30 minute flight down south to trinidad people are mm. like there's spikes the island is shut down people don't become yeah in. so like i mean it's just common sense to me yeah. that something yeah. can happen you feel me like 
But it's also yeah. really tough because you know you have local businesses that you have to support, and they gotta. But and and this is why you should go and follow Dominic Seal on on Instagram, the owner of Red Door. He he talks about these things and like what they are doing as establishments because you know, John, they're trying, they're fighting for survival. They're trying to survive. They need to make money you know to survive the rest of the years during these times you know it is difficult yeah it's difficult and i mean like kudos and with yeah and kudos to as you said the government and all the owners as well because they're working with the police with the government trying to like you know get the tourists under control is like this is i feel like this is proof like nothing else to show that like you can't just have one one source of income as a as a yeah. you know, what is that flash like candle it's a it's a <laughs> candle yeah it's a candle yo you can't have one source of income you know what i mean like now you're struggling like there's a balance between like should i keep this place open or should i like risk it like i feel like if you didn't if you have more than one source like if it wasn't just tourism yeah and it's written now like after you borrowed all this money from the IMF and it's like you know you're in all this debt like you have no choice almost John like we need to save Barbados oh buddy yeah you know that's already gonna happen our generation John the Bajan Avengers we need to start drafting if you're a Bajan out there and you're in a position of power wherever you are um get in contact with me and John send us a DM Public service announcement. Yeah, I already got. I got some plans, or I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you and I'll let you know what's going in. Yeah. I mean, like to that point, I feel like that's that's what we're here to do. You know what I mean? Like, mm. there's no way, bro. There's no yeah. way. Yeah, I know. Can't be the only way, bro. You know, when you arrive in uh, the Swedish airport now, the you know usually it used to be Swedish and English on the signs. Now it's Swedish, English, and Chinese. Do the Chinese help build the airport? <laughs> well, they're taking over the world. <laughs> strategy. That's their strategy, bro. Uh, that, remember, um, if you were ever in Barbados at this time, like when they were building the University of the West Indies, like like mm-hmm. I don't know, right? Um, like so, but that, like super close to my house, there mm-hmm. were containers, and they like shipped a bunch of like Chinese prisoners. There's, and they were like the labor workers so they built the place and then like they sent them back <laughs> to china after and then some of them stayed like that's like a lot of the chinese restaurants that you see in like barbados would be like yeah. from that from those people that came through but yeah, yeah. but that's a strategy they, like the like if it's like the port or if it's like they own yeah. a lot of the port like there is it's theirs to just come through because they built it you know what i mean Okay, John, let me ask you a question. If you got the opportunity to, with the taxes that you pay, instead of giving them to Canada, give them to Barbados, would you do that? Um, like all my taxes? So like, does this like mean I can't live in Canada? Or do I have to- no, you can live in Canada, you can work in Canada. You don't have to tax in Canada. You you give your taxes to Barbados. Would I do that? 
I I do give a portion. Hmm. Give a portion, but I feel like I probably set up some something in Barbados, like some type of business or something where I can pay those taxes, where I can pay taxes, like hmm. and have. I feel like when I when I do do business in Barbados, it has to be bigger than just like the Avengers. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you know, be able to like employ people. I don't know what mm. you're doing. I'm thinking, John. I'm thinking that the Bajan Avengers will be essentially the Illuminati of Barbados. That's reasonable. So we, you know, you you won't you won't see us, you, you know, but we're pulling all the strings. You wouldn't know, like, unless you, like, do a super deep dive on, like, the 12th page of Google. Yeah. Like, or, 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 or if you read the, the laws of Barbados and you see us in there. <laughs> the history books. I get your thoughts on this. But, um, there needs to be some type of, okay, if, if Barbados would disappear mm. tomorrow, Mm. all the stories like all of like everything that that is barbados would also disappear you know mm. what i mean like, there's mm. no like there's no like from my end i can't go on netflix or i can't go on youtube and type in like barbados history or like history of like this place or like yeah there are all these stories growing up when you come from barbados if it's like mm. or if it's like mm. Monkey, like whatever it is you know you hear all these stories mm. but i like, you got you to be the man to do that, baby. I, uh, I can pull some strings here in Sweden. So you know that there were three copies made of uh, the U.S. Constitution. Um, one is stored here in Sweden. I learned that from um, <laughs> National Treasury. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so I'm thinking they can store some, some, some stuff some important stuff of Barbados. Did you see that picture that was surfacing on Twitter about what happens when the sea level rises and Barbados was split into two islands? I did not see that, yeah. Okay, uh, I'll find it and send it to you. That's, that's interesting. I had to, when I was working in the government. Yeah. Like, I was like 16. Nah, I was older than 16. I was probably like 18. Yeah. 18. Um. I had to make a mop, yo. I had to make a mop for like tsunami evacuation, like yeah. telling people to go, like don't be in this area. Like if the tsunami comes through, you're gonna die. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That was pretty scary. Just seeing like my house will be wiped out. <laughs> yeah, good. um, uh, in that in the, in that sense, I'm uh, happy that my mother lives in Saint Lucie above above the sea level at least 30 years above the sea level if everything goes to shice but i think i think we'll work things out and reverse the climate um that's that's a very optimistic thing to say but i'm gonna work hard for it at least that's the goal still yeah yeah, we wrap up Mm. thank you for listening we're gonna be back next week obviously Yo, this is the first episode of 2021. We're still in week 53. <laughs> Last day of week 53. Leap uh, year. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for watching. And we shall see you next year. Peace.
Peace.